0: Compton soon, I gotta get drunk before the day begins, before my mother starts bitching about my friends, about to go and damn near went blind, young niggas at the bed throwing up gang signs,
1: ran in the house and grabbed my clip, with the Mac-10 on the side of my
0: hip, held outside and pointed my weapon, just as I thought the fools kept stepping, jumped in the phone, hit the juice on my ride, I got front back, Side to side, then I let the Alpine play. Mowing new
1: shit, buying WA. It was gangster, gangster at the top of the list. Then I played
0: my old shit, it went something like this. Guys, welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. It is Thursday? No, it's Wednesday. You're hearing that today is Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Wait, no, that's wrong too. Tomorrow's Thursday. You'll be hearing this on Thursday. Okay, I got it now. No, I got it. It has been a busy week, and uh, we had a gift from God tonight because we had the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, season 11, I believe, and it's just insane. It's insane. It was a great episode. I'm very excited for this season, and we have a great guest to recap this entire episode uh, for you. This is an hour and 45 minutes of recap goodness with one of our favorites. Um, I'm not allowed to say her name anymore, but she is is blocked by Jax on Instagram, and she has the podcast Bravo Over Boys, which I highly recommend to you. I was on that podcast recently, but then she deleted the file accidentally. And if you're a listener of the show, you know I have done the exact same thing. So, uh, And she's in New York, and she recorded this after the the show tonight. So she pulled a late night for us. So we got to thank her. We got to go support her podcast. Uh, But I was really excited. It's so exciting to to hate Renna again with something new, you know, like I'm used to hating Renna for old things. And now it's like, I can hate her for new things. And that's so exciting to me. Also, I forgot to say yesterday with the real housewives of New York solo recap, I will do, uh, I will be doing the entire real housewives of New York season solo on the Patreon. So if you liked that recap yesterday, if you like New York this season, which I kind of I like it in a different kind of way, I really enjoy talking about it. So go over to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. What up baddies? What up you guys over there? Thank you so much for all the Patreon subscriptions already. But if anybody else wants to hear New York uh, on a solo recap, just go over there. But today we have a full Beverly Hills recap for you. So we're just gonna get into it. I know Real Housewives of New Jersey. The uh, reunion part one was on tonight, and I will be talking to you guys about that at another time. But let's get right into this because it was exciting and we need to dissect every single moment. There will be laughs, there will be drama, and we will get to know each other better. So I will talk to you guys on Friday. Here is me and Blocked by Jax with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday night and we are doing this very late at night and, and my guest is even doing this later than I am because of something called time zones. She's in New York, if I'm allowed to give out that information. Um, you know her, you love her as, uh, an account called at blockedbyjax or at at blocked underscore by underscore jax. I know her as at blocked by Jacks, but you need to know her as the uh, the host of the relatively new podcast Bravo Before Boys, and I was a guest on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, and um, it was it probably was the best podcast episode I'd ever done in my life. And then she lost it. She The computer ate it or something like that. So we're going to find out about that, but we're also going to recap the season premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, blocked by Jax. How are you tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. And just so we know, the reason we protect your identity is because you are Dumois, correct? Um...
1: (laughs) Oh oh my God. Oh my
0: God. I'm so sorry. I was was supposed to not say anything about that. No, uh, is, is that you actually have a real life and that's just normal and stuff like that. I used to remember a day when she would do her Instagram stories and we would see her face, but now she has like a big Shrek face sometimes, or you'll do different filters, which I think do people seem to enjoy more or less than your real face?
1: You know, one person messaged me and was like, I'm not following you anymore if you don't show your face. And I was like, "Okay."
0: (laughs) you're like, I'll see I'll see you at Christmas, mom. Jeez.
1: (laughs) But a lot of people think they're really funny, but it does make a lot of people ask, like, why I'm not showing my face, like (laughs) especially people who are newer um, to following it. Um, I will say you are seeing my face probably sooner rather than later. Um, if you care or even, oh my God, it would be
0: amazing if we could show your face on this podcast, but I just realized it's audio. So there's no way
1: I know. And I did my like (laughs) nightly routine already. So my face is nice and shiny, which I think I told you that woman messaged me one night and was like, I don't like you. Your skin is shiny.
0: (laughs) You wait. Actually, you do. You kind of are glowing. That's like a. It's a good thing, right? Is it? it, Wait. Are you supposed to look bad right now? You're saying. Are you? I mean. Your night routine. I'm supposed to
1: look like shiny right now because I just put like this oil on my face and then moisturizer.
0: (laughs) How long does your nightly routine take? I always think what girls got such the raw end of the stick on all of this because like guys don't have like you have to we have to brush our teeth and like moisturize maybe. And that's only as you get older. You guys have to do like 30 minutes worth of work before you go to bed.
1: Oh, yeah. It takes like 15 seconds, though. I literally just drop the oil, rub it, moisturizer, and then put like a little eye cream.
0: I feel like you might need a little bit more time then. I feel like other girls are really way lo- – no, I'm joking. Um, the other thing we love
1: – that girl hates me. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey, girl, your nightly routine is for shit. Um, <laughs> The other thing that we love Blocked by Jax for, I mean, so many things, but she always is very open about her dating life or her or, or, or the, the lack thereof. And you you're back on the apps, right? Like and, and I am. there was a recent thing where what it like the guy didn't the guy ignored you or ghostage for a week and then he like popped out of nowhere. He was like, what's up, girl?
1: Yeah, he like resurrected. And then we went on a date and the date was actually so Good, or as I, I thought it was so good. <laughs> and then I just like never heard from him again. And last weekend, I got like really drunk at my friend's birthday. And like told this guy at her birthday, like the whole story, like while I was wasted.
0: <laughs> Wait, was this guy at the birthday, some another guy you were on a date with?
1: No like her friend and his uh. girlfriend was there and she was, was like all irritated that I was like talking to him for a long time. <laughs> and I was just like black out and I was like, "Yeah." And he like said he had fun and I like never heard. Of him.
0: Well, okay, this is I see these so so the guy ghosted you the first time and then yeah. he popped back up and said, "Yo, I was actually just moving, let's go on a date." And then he he went on a date with you and then he he it went good and then he ignored you again.
1: Yeah, so I was double ghosted. See, like I, didn't I feel even like know that was possible.
0: I feel like if you meet this guy in an app, he should be charged for like a double ghosting. Don't you think there should be like charges for this?
1: There like should be. Like I should be able to like put hook up my Venmo somehow to these apps. Yes. And, I mean like, you should, should make money off, off this. Doing this.
0: I mean, I do kind of think it is kind of a little uncouth if a guy ghosts you twice and you actually have mm. fun. I mean, this guy but I guess you could say you dodged a bullet, but at what point does this, does this chip away at your self-confidence or does it get you angrier at guys?
1: You know, I'm not going to lie. Like usually I don't care, but this time I like it, cause I think, I think it was because it was my first date in so long because like New York has been like totally shut down and like we haven't done anything and it's been cold up until like a month ago And I think it was because it was like my first time out there on a date and like the longest time. That was just kind, of, and maybe it was because it was like a double ghosting, and not just the normal like <laughs> one ghosting. But this one like hit me kind of hard. And then my sister was on my podcast, and she was like, "I think you'll hear from him." I was like, "You're an idiot! Like he's but gone." Why would like,
0: you want? Wait, why would you want to hear from him at this point? Like, because at this point, like even if you heard from him, you'll you'll always, even if you get married to him, you'll always be looking over your shoulder when he's going to ghost you the next time, even if you're married.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to like look through his phone and shit. Like, it'll just be the worst relationship ever if we got together again.
0: Do you ever consider asking any of these people at the end, like, are you going to ghost me?
1: So my sister said that I should do that because my brother went on like an amazing date with this girl one time and they worked together and like they were so into it. And then he was texting her and she never answered him. <laughs> and then he she texted him. And was like, I'm really sorry that, like, I thought we had a really great time. I guess not. Like, whatever. It turned out he was texting her work number. (laughs) It was like a landline. But she said something to him. And she was like, you know, I'm really confused. I thought we had a really nice time. I guess not. Like, and I was like, that's not what happened here. He only had my cell phone.
0: <laughs> uh, there, there, uh, I remember there was one girl like way, way back in the day, like me and my buddies went out and like it was like we went to some movie premiere and it was after the movie premiere. And we were like me and my friend would like always go to like we would just be stupid. And me and this dude, we would just dance around idiotically. And I remember these two girls came up to us and was like. Um, you know, my girl has been burnt and you seem like, we think you're really funny. Like it kind of was like, you seem like a funny guy. You're not her normal type, which obviously was like extremely good looking or something. But she's like, you seem like a really funny, nice guy. You know, you should date my friend. And, she, and I was like, yeah, let's go out. And then I got her number. And then by the time I got home, this is before, like, this is like right around the time of the invention of cell phones. Like this is that long ago. And the, the, the number had like, I had sweated the number off or something. And I tried a bunch of different numbers. I had like three of the numbers and I never got the right number. And she like, so even, so now she thought even the funny guy was a dick, you know?
1: Right. Oh, that's like, it really is just such a shit feeling too. Cause you're just like, fuck, what did I do? And I'm like,
0: I didn't do anything. <laughs> but I just I, I just wonder, at that. what point do you then just become, like, insanely um, uh, jaded about, like, any guy that is nice? You're like, ah, fuck you. I know your deal. I know what you're going to do.
1: I, I'm probably, like, a day or two out <laughs> from that. <laughs>
0: um, like,
1: ask me on Saturday.
0: Okay. Wait, do we have any dates lined up for Friday?
1: No, but I was just getting this up. I messaged this guy on Bumble today, and I was like, hey— he goes, hey there, would love to get my hands on you. How does that sound? <gasps> oh.
0: <laughs> was it, was it, was it Mauricio or PK or was it, uh, he was like, uh, me and my boy Mo on a guy's night. I'd like to get my hands on you. Um, that sounds horrible. But see, that sounds horrifically creepy. But at some point that must have worked for him because why even, why, why I say can't. that? I was, and he's
1: like old. He's like thirty four years old. I would expect that from like a twenty three year old, but, and I messaged back. I was like, I don't even get drinks first. (laughs)
0: He's like, this lady wants drinks now. Jeez, can't just get my meat paws over her. God, Um, so you just started the podcast recently. Um, Was I was I just horrible? Is that why you deleted our podcast? I thought you it was know, one of the best. We did two hours almost and, and you deleted the entire thing.
1: When I tell you, like, I've never had a meltdown like this in my entire life. It was one of those moments where you can't even really believe that this is happening. Like you've just put hours into- Yeah. I had like been editing it for two and a half hours. And yeah. then my computer, which was like nine years old, like freaked out. So, and I was like pressing shit and nothing came up. So I closed it and opened it and everything was gone. And then I threw it. And then.
0: (laughs) But good you got a new computer though, right?
1: Like the next day I went to Apple and I'm on my new computer talking to you.
0: So, So, I mean, so it was a, I mean, a good, uh, it ended well, I guess. But I've been, I've been there in those situations where you work so hard at something and then it just, it's like three in the morning and it just all goes kaput and your like whole system breaks down. And I remember before the pandemic, I remember it was like the first time Ariana from Vanderpump was on and I had interviewed her that night and I was going to turn it around and I had so many issues. And then around four o'clock in the morning, it all went away and I had to be up for work at eight. And I finally, finally figured it out at like six o'clock in the morning. And then you stumble into your actual job and you're just like, what am I doing? Like all this for Vanderpump rules. Like this is, this is disgusting.
1: (laughs) I like, I, I, there's no way to describe how I felt in that moment. It was the worst feeling ever. And I was like, what did I just do for three hours? And like now I have nothing.
0: In a way it's kind of like the po- the podcast ghosted you. In a way.
1: I just get ghosted by inanimate <laughs> objects now. <Yes>. That's just
0: <laughs> the, the new Pixar film is just inanimate objects ghosting you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that- that is just where I am now. Not even living things are the only things that ghost
0: me. You're in a very fragile state, I can tell. But did, did, okay. So Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere tonight. Where are you really quickly on all the Bravo shows? Like Real Housewives of New York, are you feeling it this season?
1: You know, I think that with only five of them being there, yeah. I like commented on this last night. Like when they show the group together, it looks like there's no one there. Yeah, And I think that Dorinda and Tinsley and Bethany, like, all being gone at the same time is a huge, like, lack. Like, you can feel that their presence is gone.
0: And it's not fair to the other ladies. Like, I mean, like, everybody was complaining about Leah, which I think Leah was going really hard last night for no reason. But I think she was trying to create storylines. And, like, that's what happens when there's so few people is that people like Leah feel like they need to create drama. And it just comes off looking so wacky.
1: No, it does and it looks like you can tell they're trying too hard. I feel like in those kind of situations too and it makes you think like what is this like real? Like do you, are you actually upset about like something like <laughs> this? And I think that the people who left were just such big present. Like it just feels empty without them. Yeah, like and like Wan like doesn't have enough to carry. She was a good person for like Bethany to argue with yeah. and like to argue with but now that her and Ramona are like BFF
0: just- well, and if Sonia's going to get that wasted you need Dorinda there to kind of split the difference or to out crazy Sonia like you need those personalities if not it just it, it becomes so convoluted in a really awkward weird silent way because you I mean you had Leah Sonia was like wasted as hell and leah just goes oh i gotta go to the bathroom like Sonia's doing a performance of her lifetime and leah just gets up and walks out and like comes back and like she it's like oh i've seen this before and it was like a wild performance Sonia was giving
1: It was insane. The whole Wells Fargo thing. Oh, my God. I
0: bank with Wells Fargo. And they sent out an email today saying how ashamed they were of last night's episode. And they wanted me to still bank with them. And they were just like really apologetic about Sonya's behavior.
1: Well, you know, my dad and brother work at Morgan Stanley. And they sent an email this morning really thanking everyone for their loyalty and support.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But by the way, you know, she did have some points. The homeless are getting homelesser. Uh, I've noticed that and they really are getting homeless in there. Um, and also imagine I loved Ebony, like Sonia drunkenly calling her friend and then Ebony getting on there and kind of, uh, networking almost was like, I love, thank you so much for all you do for the community, you know?
1: Yeah, but wrong bank. Wrong
0: bank. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Real Housewives of New Jersey. Did you watch the, uh, the, the reunion tonight? I did. What? Um,
1: I thought we spent way too much time on Melissa and Joe.
0: I don't care if it's a fake or real thing. I just don't care anymore, you know? Exactly. I I could give a fuck. I really could. Why is Joe Gorga that confident? I mean, it's like, and also, you know, I know, like, you, I've said this before, you can't get He's like extremely ripped. How are these guys extremely ripped and they have full-time jobs? It's got to be like roids or something, right? Like I know that's like the wrong thing to pay attention to, but it just, and it always seems like the Jersey, it's like Jersey shore guys, like Pauly D, all those guys are ripped the same way Joe is. Is it in the water or is it steroids? Oh, it's
1: definitely steroids. Remember when him and Melissa were pretending to want to have another baby and his (laughs) sperm count was like negative 80.
0: (laughs) Hey doc, I know, I know it's me. I'm the best sperm count guy out there. He's, so, he's no, he... so confident. He's so, and I really want to know the reality of that situation. Like, wouldn't you, like, if you were a fly on the wall and you went into the room and like, you just hear like, I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. It, it, I can't get it up anymore. It's happening. Like if you, he's just like crying and he's just, like, it's all right. Joe. Like, don't tell anybody a real housewives about this, you know?
1: Oh, I could picture that being, like, his biggest worry. Like, if that ever came out, like, you kind of want any of the fans to know, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: These fans know that I am giving you the goods every night or three times a day. <laughs> and if they think I'm not giving it to you good, they're going to be so disappointed in me, you know? Um, I, I
1: think it's, like, a Napoleon complex, too. Like, he's this little, short man. Like, he needs to have everyone think that he
0: is just, like, so macho and... Isn't it so funny to think about Melissa and Joe when we first saw them uh, at the christening and like even like tonight they made fun of uh, they showed a clip of Joe Giudici saying uh, calling Melissa raccoon eyes. And like (laughs) I remember watching those when it first came out and I, you know, weird like I never thought I was like, ah, she's like a normal look like oh pretty girl like good. And I thought Joe was a good looking guy with his like pepper hair flakes on, you know, (laughs) and now I look at him like, oh, my God, they look like clowns, you know.
1: Oh my god! I know. Like when she said that, she's like, "Well, your husband called me a raccoon," and then they showed the clip, and I was like, "Wow, I see it."
0: I was like, "He nailed it." He, you can say what you want about Jojo DiChi. He nailed. He's great at like uh, personal observations or something. Um, why so much self tanner in Jersey? Did you see Teresa's legs? They were black. They were like blackened catfish. It was so weird, and I just wonder if like is that a Jersey thing or is that like the new look for ladies?
1: I think it's, I think it's the white outfits. And they, I think they filmed in the spring and they were probably all freaking out being like, we're going to look washed out. You can't, you got to be tan to wear white. And I think Teresa just
0: really went overboard. I, I wonder if you we can see uh, Andy's like pant legs after the reunion, like if they close hugged him, like his pant legs are just completely dark oh, from like self tanner
1: like, from New York and she would leave like <laughs> yes. tanning residue like everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait, who did we make fun of last year uh, for having Cheeto fingers? Who was the oh. wait who?
1: Lisa Barlow, right? Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Lisa Barlow. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so Jersey. And the other thing, Jennifer Aiden. Jennifer Aiden, I don't know. I, I think I like her a lot, but she has like this really interesting way of like, oh, like she gets excited when people like say something rude about her because she knows she's able to say something rude back. It's really weird. I don't know specifically. I'm trying to really formulate my thoughts, but it's interesting. People throw wild shit at her and she kind of seems excited by it when it happens.
1: She gets like this smirk. Yeah. Where, yeah. And it just, like, you just want to slap her when she, <laughs> like, I don't know how Margaret hasn't, like, jumped across the room yet and, like, strangled her.
0: I, well, I, well, and then, uh, she, I mean, Margaret said, Oh, you know, you're going down. If that's what you're saying, you're going down right now. You're going down. If you're telling, if you're telling me how I started that rumor, you're going down. Um, and I like, I mean, the first, it's funny, like, the season 13 episodes, you don't have a lot, but the reunion is, like, really exciting in terms of, like, they immediately get into it. And, like, the only thing I found funny was that 20 minutes in, they already bring Joey Gorga out. They don't bring the whole guys, but they bring Joey out. And that's kind of a different thing for reunions, bringing a single guy out before all the other yeah. guys. And I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: I did, too. I think they really wanted to get into, like, the Joe Judas shit with him and, you know, read of all the... Horrible things he says about
0: him. Um, so you're Bravo over boys, but if if you weren't that, which boy on Jersey is your is your guy? Is it Bill Aiden?
1: You know I love him. I, I do, do too. Love
0: Bill Aiden. I you know, and I said this last week. I said when he gave that ring to Jennifer, I almost and I know like you know I'm a straight dude, but I was like I think girls like he kind of like seemed like a romantic lead all of a sudden. He was like, here you go, my lady.
1: Oh, my God. It was like amazing. But I was in love with him like even before that. The way that when Jennifer was like blackout at Teresa's school party and he just like carries her out and he's like laughing. Like, I was like, I love that. He's what? not like, oh my God, <laughs> fucking you again. Like, look at Wait, this. Like, you're I, embarrassing me. I
0: love that you're, I, I love that the height of romance for you was like, she blacked out and he, he, he had a good time with it and he threw in a Ferrari. I love that you're like, I black out too. That would be the height of romance if somebody threw me in a car. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nine carat ring. I'm all about <laughs> and uh, I'm yours.
0: Uh, okay, so before we get it, we're going to get into Beverly Hills. One sec, last question. Bravo are you going to go in October? You live in New York.
1: Okay, so my the first time BravoCon came it was my best friend's birthday weekend and I had to like do her fucking birthday and I was so pissed because we're like All around the city, I see people wearing their BravoCon stuff, and I was like, I want to die. My best friend's wedding is that weekend (gasps) in Head, South Carolina, and I really don't want
0: to (laughs) go. Yeah, I mean, if she's your best friend, she should want the best for you and, like, know that you can't go to her wedding.
1: I texted her, and I was like, did you know that your wedding is (laughs) BravoCon?
0: You should, like, wait, do we start setting clues and go, like, I'm not feeling well. And, like, just start it now so then you can have, like, a really serious illness by October.
1: And I haven't bought my flight yet, so I'm, like –
0: Wait, but are you in the the wedding?
1: On tickets.
0: Are you in the wedding?
1: No. Oh, okay.
0: You said best friend. like
1: is, it's a small wedding. Well, the reason I'm not in her wedding is because when we were in Italy two years ago, she told me she would have me in her wedding. And I said she wouldn't be in mine if I was getting married. And
0: then when Wait, what? I was really drunk. Oh, where's Bill Aiden <laughs> then? Jeez.
1: But she has three. she's had three bridesmaids drop out because they are pregnant.
0: Wouldn't it be amazing if all and three I- of those dropped out for BravoCon? And you're just the last I- one before it?
1: I I would get pregnant to (laughs) not go and go to (laughs) BravoCon.
0: I'm trying to think. I mean, if you got pregnant, like, get pregnant now, and then, like, you will have a reason to stay there. Or you could say you're dead. Just say you passed away. Um, I mean, there's so – or, you know what? Get married that weekend at BravoCon and say, I'm getting married that weekend as well.
1: I know, and I'll be like, you know – this one's like more important. I thought about the date. I knew it was yours, also, but I decided to do it anyway. And
0: no, <laughs> say, it's really say
1: if you're upset.
0: Say you were looking at your 2020 calendar, and the date fell on a different day, and now you're looking at the 2022 calendar. Like just say you're looking at the wrong year. You know.
1: I know. I just cannot believe out of every fucking day in this year that they're the same one.
0: Well, and it's like, it's a year, like, we had a year where nobody did shit. Like, where were the marriages then? You know, I know we weren't supposed to be hanging out, but like, we had a full year where we did nothing. And now we have so much to do in this next year. Like, we're playing catch up for a full year, and everybody needs to calm the F down, you know?
1: I know. And it's like, you know what? You already had three bridesmaids, can't go now. Elope, just yeah, elope yes. at this point. Yeah. It's-
0: who are you trying to prove something to at this? You know? you know, right?
1: Like immediate family only. Like That's what it needs to be at this <laughs>
0: yeah. point. You should encourage things like that. You know what I saw was really quaint? They just did a family only <laughs> wedding and it seemed very special. Very she-she. Yeah. Um, okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you like this franchise overall? Were you excited that it, that it was coming so, back?
1: I like love the, the earth seasons of the franchise like when Kim was on it like it's been one of my favorites like and I love watching the old ones the past couple of years I feel like just with all the stupid like Lucy Lucy apple juice fucking drama and like Denise stuff last year has really put me off to it recently and I feel like it was so good and then it got like so bad like it was like one extreme to the other and but I'm excited about this season. I am so happy Teddy's
0: gone. I mean, and you do, guys, you know how we were all saying with New York, Dorinda and Tins. we even mess, Miss Tinsley. I didn't feel, I did not feel a minute, like there was not even a second. Like they, in fact, she, uh, I think Kyle mentioned something about Teddy and it was the first time I had thought about Teddy in a year or something. Like I was like, oh, Teddy, the boring person that does the, that makes people not eat anything, you know? <laughs> Oh my
1: I totally agree like it doesn't no one cares that she is missing.
0: And <laughs> you know she's freaking out right now. You know she's like oh it's like you know she's. it's like a, I bet she ate like an extra apple tonight out of like she was is so hurt. She was like <laughs> I might need to eat my, like extra popcorn tonight or something because I, it's got to be What's so infuriating. Popcorn? Yeah, but like I didn't miss I, it at all.
1: Not even like the tiniest Bit. I thought it was so much better without her. And like, I liked Denise, but I couldn't continue the drama from last year. Like, she had to go. Otherwise, this was going to be another year of the storyline. I, I so mean, it's just like
0: fresh. Denise. The only reason I miss Denise is in the sense that I wish she would have gotten back at Rina. But I don't think Denise has it in her to like face somebody like Rinna. I don't. I think Denise is a little slow on the uptake, and she's not a good fighter. She just isn't. So I don't think that ever was going to happen. I do feel the loss of Aaron, her husband, uh, Big Dick Aaron. I really like you. Wouldn't you have killed to hear what he did during COVID? You know they're not vaccinated. You know they're not okay. vaccinated.
1: Oh, they're absolutely not vaccinated. And I'm sure he stood in front of some like UV radioactive light to like burn all the
0: COVID off. of Yeah, he's like, I've been drinking hydrochloric. I've been drinking bleach for the last year. I've burned my esophagus. Um, He but it is he I mean, by the way, even if they came back, he wouldn't have been allowed to film because he probably would have like refused vaccination or any kind of swab test.
1: Oh, I know. and definitely wouldn't wear a mask.
0: Oh yeah, no, and because like, you don't. All that. You're all sheep, all you Beverly Hills sheep. And PK will be like, "Come on, Aaron, please, come on, hang out with and us." He
1: definitely, he definitely thinks that like Big Pharma like made COVID and like injected it into everybody oh, in yes. like the water bottles you buy, and like. It's,
0: no, it's like, I wonder, like, he's I ridiculous. Mean, yeah, you know, I, I did. I missed him because I just wanted his thoughts on the last year. Because it, all the women in tonight's episode were like, "Oh my god, it's so good to see everybody!" And you would have loved to have cut to Aaron with his complete straight face of just like, "You have no idea what you went through this year. It could have been so much worse." Oh, I know. You know, and like Denise and would have been like, "We had sex every like day."
1: Like, and then a scene of him like walking into Whole Foods, like refusing to wear a mask and like fighting with like the sixteen year old. He was like. Or the entrance. <laughs> Every
0: scene with Aaron is just him harassing some like minimum wage employee. Like who says? Who says? Is this my America or your America, buddy? You know, it's and Denise is just embarrassed. And I you're like, can literally
1: <laughs> picture this in my mind like perfectly. Yes.
0: And he goes, and then he's like, and there's a camera crew following him. But Aaron's also, you know, taping with his phone, of course, because he's trying to put it on Twitter. And they're like, Aaron, we've got this on film. I'm doing it for my personal collection. I like to do this as a hobby. It relaxes me to torture poor minimum wage employees. Um, And then Denise just like, Aaron, come on. And he's like, shut up, (laughs) Janice. By the way, they may like, it's like, I get it. Like, obviously he's really good at the sex. He's really good at the sex. But after a while, if like, it's gotta be like, okay, I know sex is great, but you have to constantly hear conspiracy theories. Like it's gotta like, it's gotta be like 70, 30, like 70%. It's awesome. 30%. She's like, I want to kill myself, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and that's why and that's why she goes outside the marriage with people like brandy um i know
1: right like when brandy looks like prince charming that's when you know
0: that's what i would I, I kept looking in the background of every scene tonight thinking i was gonna see brandy <laughs> like her face pressed up against the window of like did anybody call me i almost went down on <laughs> kathy once you know <laughs> 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 it is so i'm so desensitized and i think you might be a little bit of the same way that like i don't care if brandy and denise slept together there's like no part of me that cares i
1: i like never cared yeah like, who gives and i loved how lisa brenna was trying to say she didn't care tonight she was like i don't oh, care what i happened. didn't No, I mean,
0: no i didn't care garcelle no no you got me all wrong i do lisa wait wait what is your thought on lisa What what's your overall thoughts i know she's iconic blah blah so blah i
1: I used to like her. I didn't I was never like a Stan Lisa fan or like anything like that, but I used to like her after the reunion and rewatching it tonight especially, I cannot stand her. Yeah. I think she is obnoxious.
0: Well, they had you guys they they were playing Beverly Hills all day on Bravo, and so I did catch some of the reunion and I forgot just how annoying it was of just Rena not dropping things and she was kind of like a more um you know, uh, a little, uh, a person that had been around a little bit longer than Leah McSweeney, but kind of going after what Leah McSweeney was doing last night, but even more annoying and kind of like a screeching of like, no, no, you're gaslighting me and like gaslighting, gaslighting.
1: And how many times that she thought she was being funny and like laughed at what she was saying was so annoyed and like no one else was laughing and I wanted to like literally throw my TV out the fucking window and like just the sound of her voice and her laughing at herself was enough to make me like almost – Go into the bathroom, drink some bleach, and like end it there. It was, by just- the way,
0: what you just said was your own thought, but I also picture that as a quote from Harry Hamlin. Hearing this lady <laughs> laugh this hard every night makes me want to go into the bathroom and drink bleach or go camping by myself. Um, uh, so. We go into this tonight. It's called Dressed to the 90210s. And you guys, you know, we remember this is going to be a huge season. We got Erica Jane, uh, you know, being a victim to something that she probably full well knows everything that happened that Tom did. We have COVID. <laughs> we have Kyle. We have uh, uh, Sutton has a diamond. We have Garcelle back. We have Crystal Minkoff, a, a new cast member. I believe she's Asian American. So that's going to be, we've already seen in the previews that that's, uh, that her and Sutton might get into. Into it a little bit and bravo is doing that thing where they're you know putting some unfortunate uh different ethnicity in each cast and it's like survival of the fittest and uh, you know you see either these people sink or swim but like i can't imagine their sanity's good after a season like poor tiffany moon like i just like i i think these people just go into these things and i'm like they're really it's like a suicide mission in a way you know
1: I know. I feel bad for them. It's like and then they have all this pressure, too, of being like the one minority, like or the one person representing their ethnicity. (laughs) And it's like, okay, now because I'm Asian-American and I'm the only Asian-American on this show, now I have to, like, fucking kill it.
0: And I have to represent my people in such a way where they can't even be batshit crazy. Like, we're, like, I mean, Crystal might want to be like, Crystal's like, I want to get wasted every night and act like an asshole. And now I can't because I'm the <laughs> only Asian American on this show. And I've got to be like, really, I've got to be like the ex- exemplary like person, but I hope she doesn't right. feel like that, you know? I mean, cause my thing is like, I have a theory that Tiffany moon, if she sticks around, like, you know, I want, I want freedom enough where we can eventually hate these people. Like we hate other housewives. You know, like right. we're we're holding Tiffany Moon up on this pedestal and I am I love her so much. But my whole point is that like we wanna get to a place where we can hate them as much as I hate Rena. You know? Like we wanna yeah. we wanna hate them like we loving a housewife is the same as hating a housewife. They're both very equal in my eyes, you know?
1: Oh absolutely. And the thing is I like I was never a big Tiffany fan this year. I thought she was okay. I wasn't like, oh my and I was like now I feel like I have to worship her and Because, like, she deserves it after everything. Yeah, yeah, I never talk shit about her after the way fucking Cam, Chart, Curtain, whatever the fuck your names are. You know,
0: Chart and Curtain. Like, like, Crayola, Court.
1: Never disrespect her because of that.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you, you, it is like the hunger games. It's like, if you're an ethnicity, you know, a different ethnicity on a Bravo show, you're going into a hunger game type scenario and it's like sink or swim. And I feel like luckily or unluckily Bravo picks really smart people that like, you know, all the other housewives, like, you know, it seems like they're sometimes like just playing out like idiots. Like, I know we all love Teresa from Jersey, but come on, like she she can't do multiplication tables. Like, there's just no way. Like, you just see that sometimes things don't even, like, just land in her brain at all. You know, like, we can always see it.
1: I love tonight, like, when they ended the reunion and she was doing that open mouth look, like, (laughs) she was just... (laughs)
0: No, you just never know what's like connecting with her and then all of a sudden she'll hear one word and she'll spring to life like everything connected and she'll be like how dare you how dare you don't you know <laughs> was,
1: this was right after jennifer was like saying that um margaret started the rumor and she's like i'll let Teresa explain and Teresa was just like <laughs> 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 was like flies are gonna start like <laughs>
0: that's like the new horror film is Teresa D'U-D-G opens her mouth and just a swarm of flies. Like yeah. like
1: the endless black hole. What like. did
0: you say about Gia? <laughs> 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 um, okay. So this episode we start off, I'm going to open my truly my black cherry truly to, to, uh, christen the beginning of a new season and by the way guys we i will be recapping every one of these episodes on the main feed so hopefully it's a good season um so uh last year's zoom reunion we start off they show us the preview for the new season that we've already sh- seen many times like why don't we play a game two truths and one lie and then erica's like two truths and a lie like erica jane is really <laughs> this episode really was not good for erica jane in so many reasons because it's like Half of it was just bragging. She was like, sometimes I would just walk down the long halls of my extremely large mansion and I would get lost during COVID. Oh, you know,
1: the IRS was sitting there tonight. Oh,
0: like, t- tabulating. Like, Shotting. Yeah, so, well, I mean, didn't Mikey, they were in her overflow closet and they were like picking things to go to a real closet. Yeah. I yeah. And they're
1: like, we don't have enough room for the 18 18- rooms racks we have in here of designer clothes
0: <laughs> i mean but also like, like be more subtle do you think when this broke erica went to the producers going like could you recut anything that shows money like it's just like and it, they were like F- no. <laughs> it was like we got it no i'm sorry so uh they show us the preview for the whole season to start off the season um uh and we already know like kathy's gonna be there kathy hilton uh kyle and uh kim's sister we don't get kim this season but we get kyle um uh, if you watch it with the um, the the, uh, the subtitles on or whatever, it's awesome because the subtitles will always explain the music even. And this it's it starts off and it says exciting electronic music in subtitles. So that was like do do, do, do do And they're at Kyle's house and Lisa's walking in and she's like ha ha. Like Lisa's already like laughing at the dogs like ha 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 ha. And- <laughs> And Portia, little Portia's all grown up. She opens the door in a tie-dye suit, uh, tie-dye uh, number, and she's like, hi, my mom's upstairs. And she leads her upstairs, and the stairs have, like, leopard print. And Lisa's like, you know I love leopard print. And, like, Portia's like, who are you, you know? I know. She's
1: like, who the fuck are you, grandmother? <laughs> like, who is
0: this? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what we were about to see in Kyle's bedroom? Did you know how this started with, like what, what like, Kyle's first – appearance in this
1: no i didn't
0: yeah Did i didn't e- No, like so they open the door and kyle is in like a full face bandage and it's like obviously i was like oh she got a nose job and i was just i was shocked and i was really excited i like that's a great opener you know oh it's like
1: so beverly hills like yeah just the plastic surgery the daughter's like not even fucking face that her mom is like bandaged up (laughs) in the room
0: here's (laughs) my mom the mummy yeah like like, but she she lets us know this is like the most ridiculous so guys remember like last season like two years ago now she said she did a film uh halloween like the sequel like a halloween sequel and she went to like north carolina to film for like a quote unquote year but then she came (laughs) back with a different face and bangs and she was like oh i got the bangs for the movie like she kept saying like oh Halloween had me have bangs and now she said she broke her nose on the movie and she had to get her nose fixed because of the movie Halloween like what was this movie that like I mean did did any of this make sense I mean
1: if it's anything like her a role in the original Halloween movie she was in it for
0: 0.2 seconds so (laughs) She's I don't gonna know be. If the she's, door
1: hit her on her way out, or like that's.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I know. What I'm saying, like I think, I think in the movie, I always keep saying this is, I like, can't wait to see it because my my theory is that you're gonna see like a a scene where, like, Michael Myers has killed a bunch of people and there's going to be a news reporter out front of, like, this house experienced a tragedy and you'll have all the neighbors, like, watching the newscaster and you'll just see, like, a lady with bangs in the background for, like, one second and that's Kyle. And then you, obviously, you just, like, she, wa- you see her trip and, like, hurt her nose on a mailbox or something. But I think it's just all, this is all an excuse, like, to get a nose oh, job.
1: absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like... We know what her nose looked like. If she wanted to get a nose job, get it. She looks
0: so much better now. Like just—that's it. Exactly. Is that I'm? She does look great with her nose job. What's wrong with looking great with the work that you paid for? Like right. what's? And I Lupa
1: mean, Mauricio was like on the phone with their daughter, and he's like, "Do you think mom will look cute now?" I'm yeah. like,
0: "Wow." <laughs> yeah. So they do a flashback from two days ago with Mauricio in the the hospital where she's. Get, and by the way, they show her like on the table with doctors, and I'm like. Do you think the doctors were nervous that day? They're like, honey, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on TV today. Like it was a big thing. And then, I mean, I mean, just imagine like how dark that is for like Portia. Like, you know, like it was probably Portia. He was talking to Portia's right. answering the door to people like Rena. Like, I need to know what I'm just, is Portia going to be okay? Do like, is she protected? Like, is she going to be safe?
1: She must have like so much therapy. Like I cannot or she imagine like, what she must see in here.
0: Or she's like, maybe, I mean, I hate to say this, but like, there's a possibility she's like the evilest little girl in the world. Like if she has this much Hollywood in her, you know,
1: do you remember when they went shopping like years ago and she was like, I want this, this, (laughs) this, 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 and Kyle was like, Oh my God, you can only get 17 things, Portia, not 19. Like,
0: well, I think it's like these housewives are always so tickled when their kids are assholes. Like, they're always like, oh, even Jagger tonight with Dorit was like, mommy, you look ugly. And she's like, oh, maybe your daddy will think I'm not ugly. (laughs) So uh, so we get that opening scene and then we cut over to Dorit and Erica and Erica's at Dorit's and they're in Dorit's 250 grand new McLaren, which had to be a rental. There's no effing way that's Dorit's real car. There's No. no fucking way and Erica's like I've never been in one and she's like you've never been in one Erica Jane and I I was like is this I was like I couldn't I keep every scene I'm like they have to know like is this a joke like is this a is, are they like teasing her because she's like poor now but I know. Um, they let, her, they let us know it's been a year since the Italy trip last year and that season, you guys. And Dorit's like, this year has been insane, which is like, oh, no, no. Erica goes, this year has been insane. And Dorit goes, so true, Erica. You know, it's <laughs> like, well, yeah, they really, really? nailed it. They really <laughs> I, nailed it. I was like, oh, my God. Did this happen during COVID? Is that what they're about to talk about? <laughs> and he goes, you know, and Dorit, like, and that's the other thing. I get it. You guys got to spend special time with your kids. Me and Block by Jacks don't have kids, I don't think. And, like, we didn't have any of this special time with our kids. So I guess what I'm saying is, like, I don't want to keep hearing about your special time with your kids, you know? I had a special time with my weighted blanket and my, like, wine coolers, you know?
1: I've also had not heard one parent be like, this was such a blessing. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: every parent I know, like, wants – to put their child in an orphanage, like after oh, COVID. There's,
0: there's one girl I follow on Instagram and she has like two kids and like, she's very open about her parenting and like one kid's an angel and the other kid's like three. And she's like going to restaurants again. And I guess the kid's having meltdowns at dinner. And it's like, really, it's actually just as good of a show as any Bravo show. Like she'll, she'll write these long captions of, she'll be like, Oh, I apologize to everybody at the restaurant tonight that, you know, she's like, I saw a lot of, you move i would have moved too you know like she's like it's like these long diary entries where i'm just like th- i look forward to them you know um I would have moved too. <laughs> and she was like she was like i would have left but i had a full glass of wine and i need the wine you know um see
1: like i appreciate that i know that dorit was just excited because she got to exploit phoenix on her cooking show and
0: <laughs> phoenix is a, a write-off up, yeah know? phoenix is a write-off now
1: so I, I, she loved that time with her yeah. making guacamole and
0: <laughs> Tariq goes, we go, go, go. Uh, oh, they're in the car wheel. We go, go, go. And then Erica Jane is like, um, well, Tom and I at dinner every night at the table every night. And I'm like, bullshit. Like I do not like hit her and in- we're supposed to think that Erica Jane and Tom during the pandemic sat across from each other at the dinner table every night as his empire was about to crumble, like it just right. seems so fake, like something of like, I want to paint a certain picture for you. So I'm going to paint this picture of me and Tom finally having ta- time together, even though he didn't even come to my Broadway show.
1: Right. And the fact that they clearly hate each other and. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Tom hates her so much that he's like, he's probably going to get her to go to jail. Like, he's like, probably going to get her to take some of the fall. And we don't even know the bus. I mean, Tom's saying that, like, we're hearing that Tom has like, lost all his faculties, which I just don't believe. And everybody's like, that's cruel. But like, you guys, he's lied now so deeply about so many things. Why wouldn't he lie about his mental state to potentially stay out of jail?
1: Right. And she has none of that going for her. So
0: and uh but erica's trying to stick to her like tough as tough as nails, salted the earth. She's like, I didn't want to make banana bread or carrot cake. I didn't want to do that. I was on a roll. I had a New York Times bestseller two weeks short of my Broadway run, and I had to go home. And then we keep cutting back and forth. Now we're back to Rena and Kyle, and uh, she's like, I am so happy to be here. I can't wait to see Eric and Doreet. And Kyle says, you know, we I went to Mexico with um, uh Mo and PK's relationship has really blossomed, and they're in our pod. And by the way, pod is Something that a lot of people say if they're uh want to be kind of shishy about the pandemic. The pod is like the people that you you hung out with during the pandemic, right? Did you have a pod? Right.
1: My yeah. roommate, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anybody on Tinder, your roommate, and you know, so um uh by the way, Mo and PK, if you follow him on Instagram, PK does this like uh quote unquote funny bit where he says he's hotter than Mauricio. And uh, and it's probably in good fun. And that's probably why Mauricio likes PK, because it's fun to be called like said, like it's it's fun to be teased how hot you are, you know?
1: Right. And then it's just also fun to hang out with people who are not nearly as hot as you are, because then you
0: feel really hot. Yeah, Well, there was there was a there was a you guys, they do a, a ladies thing at the end, a ladies barbecue and Mo and Mauricio and PK. Uh, go hang out they don't say where they're going to go hang out but I can just imagine they're going to like the polo lounge in LA and like PK you know like you want to meet my friend Mauricio the hot one and he like comes right run- like I can just imagine PK being like some kind of weird wingman for Mauricio with girls yeah. and like the you know there's like some poor girl that gets stuck with PK every time <laughs> They're like I you know I'm
1: always that girl I'm the one who gets stuck with PK all <laughs>
0: yeah you're taking the you know the PK your grenade he's your hand grenade you're taking the grenade and then you, know? you
1: look at your friend and you're like don't we have to be somewhere later and she's like no and you're like yeah
0: <laughs> P- PK's like who would ever ghost a pretty girl like you <laughs> 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 do you like boy George blocked by Jax <laughs> <laughs> um you know what? Uh, At this point, I I can't be picky. I'd go out with PK. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, at this point, I probably would, too. So Kyle says, I've been thinking about reaching out to Garcelle. Remember, Garcelle and Kyle are not on good terms after the reunion. Uh, We find out that Garcelle has uh, unfollowed um, Kyle uh, after the reunion, which I love stuff like that. I love when it spills over to Instagram. I think that is if you really want to hurt somebody, unfollow them on Instagram, you know?
1: I think that, I mean, Kyle looked very distraught about that. That was like really, it wasn't what she said to Garcelle. It wasn't any of that. It was like she unfollowed me on Instagram.
0: Well, how personal do you take Instagram? Now, you have a really big account. You're you're nearing almost 40,000 followers. Do you take Instagram personally?
1: Um, no, I don't at all.
0: <laughs> That's a, you, you. So you're saying you're normal. You take your real life personally, but Instagram you don't take personally at all.
1: I don't take personally at all. No, not my, not
0: the blocked by Jack's Instagram. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yes. I remember I yeah, you accidentally posted something from your personal Instagram once, I think last year. I re, and then you deleted it <laughs> immediately. Cause I, I was like, and you were like, Oh damn it. I forget you screw. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Garce, we cut to Garcelle and her friends, uh, which includes Sutton and they're doing vitality shots and also fireball shots. And I, where does Garcelle, it feels like Garcelle has a nice house near some kind of like sewer line or something. Like, do you notice like it's always backed up on some kind of weird, like, deserted always, train track or something?
1: Yeah. It's always like a very industrial, like, looking area. Like, the, there's a warehouse, I'm sure, <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> that's where you get a moving truck if you need one. Like that kind of- It's
0: like Garcelle's mount- mansion by the power plant. Um, <laughs> so they're doing fireball shots and Sutton's like usually this is a late night treat and she's like woo! Sut, I love when Sutton, <laughs> I love when any of these ladies drink Um, and by the way Garcelle, I don't know a lot about fashion or makeup but Garcelle's talking head is was very br- like vibrant, I don't, do you know what I'm saying? It was like it was kind of like kabuki almost there was like an Asian influence I think and,
1: yeah and that like kind of Dracula looking yeah. outfit with like the pointy sleeves and
0: like she looked beautiful but it was an extreme it. it was an extreme look, you know.
1: Right, like she's lucky she's so hot because she could really wear anything and still be like a 10, but I would wear that and people would make fun of me endlessly. Like
0: she's like <laughs> well, Yeah, by the way, you should go as Garcelle's talking head for Halloween. I should. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to no, go I could definitely not <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go as big dick Aaron and I'm just gonna put like a huge like some like like a like four cucumbers down like tight uh acid washed jeans. And then I'm gonna have like three <laughs> guys follow me around all night and you'll know I'm Aaron. Um we're like oh t shirt and <laughs> sunglasses. Yeah, t shirt and so yeah exactly. Um, Garcelle says Sutton and I have spent a lot of time together during the uh, pandemic. She's fun and she's a little kooky and I like that. Uh, would you be Would you like to be described as kooky to you, uh, by your girlfriends if they're like oh blocked by Jax, She's my kooky friend.
1: No, I would. I don't think I'd appreciate that. Would
0: you? No, I mean I've I've actually been called that by my friends and it's not fun. You know, it's like not a. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my kooky freeze a podcast he's kooky um
1: i know it's, I feel like it's trying to say like you're weird but they don't want to say like that
0: yeah yeah, oh, yeah she's
1: so quirky and kooky
0: and by the way nobody even has to say i'm weird anymore they can just say oh he has a podcast and they're like oh he's weird they probably say like the kooky same is thing
1: is how you describe like any art teacher like <laughs> oh that kooky art teacher like yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah he's
0: he's uh he's an actor he's kooky um <laughs> Garcelle says, you know, she's talked to Denise a lot and Sutton says, Denise hasn't responded to any of my texts and uh, you know I don't know why we all can't get along and Garcelle lets her know that Rena has reached out and uh, you know we're definitely crisscrossed but we need to get in a straight line Garcelle says so we find out they're going to meet for uh, for dinner or lunch or something we uh, we get back to Erica and Dorit in that car on the way to Kyle's and I just kept thinking wouldn't it have been amazing wouldn't it have been like an amazing start to the season if Dorit just hit somebody like a bystander okay. and they just keep going and Erica <laughs> It's like, just keep going, girl. Keep going, you know. She's
1: like, honey, I I'll take this one. I'm already in the cheddar.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like, or it's like some kind of pact they have to make with the cameraman. Like, you don't tell. <laughs> you know, you destroy this footage. <laughs> you know? um, Erica's in this like really crazy pink headband. Uh, they come up to Kyle's. They are all of a sudden in Kyle's room, and everybody's doing that fake like I missed you. No, I missed you. And Rina comes in and goes. ah like, Rena screeches. Like, she screeched, like, four times this episode. And, uh, you guys are like a ray of sunshine. I miss you. I miss you. Um, and, uh, they're like, I, f-, Kyle's like, I feel, g-. everybody's saying they feel good. And Renna's just fucking laughing this whole, t- like, the whole scene. She's like, ha, 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 She's just in the background laughing. Like, wouldn't you want to be like, what's no, she's so? She's like a hyena. I mean, at the same time, like, I just want to, like, I wish one of the girls would just turn to her and go, what is so fucking funny? Like, do you, do you want to say something? What's so funny? Tell me what's I funny. Know. Like,
1: you could look at her and be like, my entire family just died in a fire. And she'd be like, ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what that, I think that's a, that's so sad. She goes really high and then she goes, no, but really, um, so, uh. We find out like there's a little offline, I don't know if you caught that Kyle goes, Oh, Harry um, oh, we were supposed to get supposed to get together earlier, but Harry put the kibosh on us all, all hanging out in the beginning, Kyle says. Yes. And I was like, That's amazing. Like Harry Hamlin said that Kyle that Rina couldn't hang out with the other girls or maybe maybe Rina used Harry as an excuse.
1: I think that Harry was like, you know what? If we're only allowed to see like this many people, it's not
0: going to be fucking Kyle Richards and Erica Girardi. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, like, are you, he goes, I was in Mad Men. God damn it. Are you kidding me? I <laughs> um, Mauricio comes in. Mauricio, I don't get it. He's always kind of hover. I love Mauricio. He's always like kind of stone, love him. But he really does. Like he's like the agency, his real estate group is like the biggest real estate agency in California. Yet he always seems to be around. Like, he was at the hospital two days ago. He's hanging around today. He was in all, every scene with Kyle tonight. Like, do these guys ever work?
1: I don't think so. And he always... And he definitely, like, didn't come from work. Like, he's always dressed
0: like Casually. a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, He's, uh, he's always like, you, you see the new TikTok? Addison Ray does it again. Um, in some, like, graphic shirt that looks like it was
1: from Spencer's. Yeah. Like, it's just...
0: He's always wearing. It You're on. not at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm with stupid t-shirt. Um, he's like, hey, I'm gonna go barbecue for the kids. You guys want anything? And Rinna goes, yeah, just put something on. Rina, like Rena, what are you? Just put something on. Like, wouldn't Kyle answer this question? I
1: know. And, and he's like um, i'm making like 200 steaks and she's like oh just throw one on yeah he goes, eat yeah, it
0: yeah <laughs> and you know she doesn't eat so like and then kyle lets us know that mauricio got a mohawk uh you know because they call him mo and he did a mohawk and they show a picture of that and then erica goes at least your husband has hair and then everybody goes ah, ha, ha, ha. and um, Dorit says, you know, I'm thinking of having cocktails and a barbecue at my house. Let's all get dressed up. It is so funny when you watch these shows for a decade and you can always like it's like two times an episode. Some cast member now will either have to talk about a function that day, or talk about a function in the future, like Lisa Rinna talks about a Tahoe tri- Tahoe trip at the end. But it's so transparent yeah. now; it's like it is such a staple of the Housewives you d- you never you never don't get that, you know.
1: I mean, like New York, the first episode, they were like, "We should go to the Hamptons." Like it's.
0: Yeah. It's I mean, always like something always. like that. And then, yeah. And then Luann was like, I'm going to take him to a new place in New York, something I discovered. <laughs> um, Kyle <laughs> says, you know, I'm used to getting gussied up for events. But now during the pandemic, I'm getting gussied up for Dorit's barbecue. Um, EJ's like, yeah, I'm going to put on fishnets. And they're like, for Tom? And she's like, no, for myself. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, <laughs> is, this isn't going to be so funny in a couple weeks when you're like, when all this comes out, you know, like it's going to be stillness. just It's like nobody laughs laughs at all. So we go to a new scene where at Dorit's house, it's in the morning, and she's like, good morning, PK. And I noticed PK has like a forearm tattoo now. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah.
0: I was like- I did notice. I was just, I mean, like, I feel like that's a direct thing of trying to keep up with Mauricio in some way, you know?
1: I know. Jagger probably gave it to him in his like e-learning playroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, to tap-
0: <laughs> I think PK thinks of himself as like kind of an like kind of like a Mumford and Sons guy. Like that's his new style.
1: Right. He's like, I can't be like the hot, good looking one. So I'm going to be like the edgy. Yeah.
0: Like, like <laughs> what if we like by the end of one. the season, we notice he has a lot of Luke Gulbranson jewelry on from Summer House. Right. You know, he's just wearing like, like necklaces.
1: Physically hot. I'm going to just put off. This, like, yeah. Hot energy.
0: Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of women will say, you know, you spin around before you leave, uh, you go out, you spin around and you look in the mirror and you take one thing off. PK always puts one more thing on, <laughs> you know, it's like, he does. <laughs> um, Jagger and, uh, Jagger and Phoenix wake up. Jagger's six, Phoenix is four. And Jagger's like, mommy, will you carry me down the stairs? And she's like, no, Jagger, I don't think so. And, and he goes, looks like you won't get any more hugs and kisses then. And I was like, this little bastard. I was like, I remember when this kid couldn't talk and now he's like just demanding to be carried places.
1: I know. Good times back when you couldn't
0: fucking utter a word. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, but then I was like, how did Dorit do all of this? Like she did homeschooling. And then we find out Doreed has like a full on classroom in the downstairs where they hired a teacher to come in every day. Like they brought the school to them. Like Doreed is not doing the uh, distance learning. She hired somebody to come do it for her.
1: And they're doing like a Jackson Pollock art class. like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if they were like, like, uh, there was like a, a a crypto class. They're like, Bitcoin, Dogecoin went up uh, 30 cents today, mommy. I think I saw that on the schedule that they had up on the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, or what if it's just like face tuning Instagram photos? Mommy needs work. Come on. Um, and
1: also I was thinking like, that's kind of a big age gap to do e-learning together. I'm like, is Phoenix on Jagger's level or is Jagger on Phoenix's level? I, I No,
0: think I think, I think Phoenix is... I think Phoenix... <laughs> Phoenix, I think, might be a genius. Like, she's like... She, I think they're like... It's a little our gang there. They're like... They're all like superstars. Those kids are actors. Right. And I mean, Phoenix had like her cooking show on Dorit's Instagram. Jack
1: uh, Jagger just learned how to talk like yesterday. So I think he is... Doing her work.
0: (laughs) It would be great if Phoenix tries to get her mom fired from the show and it's like, I'll take her place. They're like, If we fire your mom, who would replace her? And she's like, You're looking at her. I know PK's
1: like like, we've (laughs) been ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like
0: they they announced the first five-year-old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills housewife.
1: On the schedule in the basement, it's like acting like 101. Real
0: Housewife. (laughs) Oh my god, we need a body switching movie between Dorit and uh, Phoenix. That would be incredible. <laughs> would be, funny. um, so we go to a new scene, Kyle's Bel Air house, her old bear, Bel Air Bell air house that she moved out of, but now Sutton lives in it. They it's Sutton's rental and Kyle gave her a discount. It was 25 grand a month, but she gave it to her for 20 grand a month. And I just love when rich people give each other discounts. It makes my heart feel so good. It's like they don't rich people don't need discounts, you know? I know. Um, But the whole point of this is just to like brag, I guess, about houses and and Kyle's like, I'm so sad. I'm so sad seeing all of, you know, like all this where all all my stuff used to be. And now it's all Sutton's stuff. And uh, she's only Sutton's only living in here until her new house gets a facelift, which I thought that was that a joke about Kyle. (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. Um, Also, isn't this the house that all of Kyle's purses and jewelry got stolen from?
1: Yep. From uh, who was it? Teddy's fault. Teddy's Teddy's security husband security system. system.
0: <laughs> but by the way, wouldn't it be insane if that house gets hit again and it's Teddy's husband again? And but it's like a it's like a revenge uh, burglary for Teddy not being on Housewives this season.
1: I mean, I would not put that past either
0: of them. Wait, is Ted, Teddy's husband hot? Some you know, um uh, Bravo OMG said Teddy's husband was hot. And I was like, you are seriously deranged, dude. Yeah, he looks like yeah, Frankenstein.
1: He's he's terrifying looking.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, this is just a scene real quick. We see Sutton's thing. Sutton has a nice little uh, demure Christ on a cross that Kyle kind of like goes, is that where you're keeping? Like Kyle said something kind of dickish where I was like, Jesus must be pissed tonight. Like, did you really say something about exactly. me on the cross? Like Kyle made like some kind of weird it's joke. Yeah, which was- doesn't
1: match the of the room that oh. i had envisioned
0: oh i'm sorry kyle he died for your sins i didn't know it was tacky in here you know <laughs> how <laughs> badly
1: did you want kyle to be like you stole my goddamn house that was <laughs> oh, all i was
0: waiting oh for. my god i didn't even think about that at all that's wait did you make that meme yet no you, you gotta make have, that I'm, no you got you're like oh i'm full you can have that one look at her <laughs> you guys she's like just giving to the needy that's insane um so we go to a new scene, and um, it, Garcelle is driving to have uh, lunch with Renna, and it's like we see Renna get out of the car, all like you know, and it's just already Renna's in full performance mode. And I didn't even like believe this was a real restaurant. It almost seemed like they set up some kind of like outdoor setting to film this because it just seemed like really like it just seemed like a couple random tables spaced out. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but um, so. Uh, Garcelle says, I hope she can understand why I was mad, uh, for how she treated Denise. Uh, Garcelle's going in here, going to defend Denise and Garcelle says, I don't like her at all. Like, I love that. I thought that was awesome. She just says, I don't like Rena at all.
1: My favorite part of the entire night was their lunch.
0: Yeah. It was really awesome. Like Rena's waiting. Garcelle comes in. Um, and Rena goes, hello. Like, Hello. And she's like, and Garcelle's like, hello. And she's like, sorry, my mask won't fit. And she's like kind of covering it. And Renna goes, thank you for coming. And she goes, it is such a weird world. How are the boys? How are the boys? And she's like, here we are. And Garcelle goes, here we are. Talk about not easy. And then Renna goes, I really care about you. I always have. And I'm like, this is so fake. Like, this is so. And Garcelle's face was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I mean, by the way, I – did you watch Coming to America, the sequel? No. Oh, well, Garcelle said she – it was another Halloween situation where Garcelle was like – she kept mentioning all season last season that she was filming Coming to America. The girl's in it for one minute. Like, she's in one minute in this movie. I'm like, how long does it – I've worked on films before. These films that these housewives work on seem like they last like three – it's like Titanic or something, you know? Like, and (laughs) then you see these movies and you're in it for like 30 seconds. I'm like, who's lying here, you know? Um, I know. And then Rinna just comes out when they goes, I was much harder on Denise than I had to be. And, uh, she goes, I wish I was more like you. What kind of condescending bullshit is that? I wish I was more like you to Garcelle.
1: Honestly, it's so fucking fake because like Garcelle hadn't even said anything yet. And Rinna's like just spilling out. Like, I wish I was more like you. I could have been easier on Denise. Like no one even fucking said anything yet. Yes. And,
0: it's so rehearsed and Garcelle says, and Garcelle's really smart. She says, Renna is trying to own it really quickly. So I don't come for her. And that's it. Exactly. Like Renna is, I don't know if she's scared, but Renna is trying to set herself up for like a decent season. So she's trying to get all her cards in order or her house in order. They order drinks. And, um, and you know, uh, Garcelle says, why couldn't you just be there for her? Let all the other girls come after her. You were a friend. Why did you do that? And she goes, Garcelle, I wish I wish I, I wish I didn't. I wish I wish I wasn't like this, to be honest. I and, and Garcia's so so what? And uh and uh Renna goes, No one cares that what they did. And Garcil goes, It seems like you cared.
1: Yeah, they fucking did. That's I'm like, what the whole thing was about. It
0: Yes. it. I, I just I can't believe that this is what Rinna's defense is, is. Nobody really cared. I'm like, you guys ate that. Like, it's like that Kentucky Fried Chicken ad from like where it was like this gross ad was like, I ate the bones. I don't know if you remember this. They used to have a KFC ads where they had boneless chicken. And then some girl was like, I ate the bones. And that's how I always imagine Rinna of like she literally ate all the meat off the bone and then the bone. Like she ate all okay. of it last season, you know?
1: And she was like the worst out of all of them. Like everyone was really going in on Denise about this and like bringing it up. Lisa was the absolute worst of all of them with this whole thing.
0: Yes. I mean, and even that last scene from the last episode of the, Ooh, you're so angry. Like Rina thought her shit didn't stink. Renna thought she was like a folk hero right then and thought she was going to be like champion. And this is what I also, I know a lot of you guys, and this is like a popular uh, thing now to be like, no, that's why I love Renna. She stirs the pot. And I'm like, that's fine. Love her for that. I hate her for that. You know?
1: I feel the same way. And it's just, the only reason that she's this apologetic is because and like I forgot about this until I rewatched the reunion today. Like the tweets that her and Erica were getting about this whole thing were so negative and the backlash was so awful and it's so not how they thought it was going to be. And it's
0: like they're in damage control. now. Well, Rinna even said in the reunion, love, like you, you all the all the mean tweets to us. And I'm like, you what? Like You. I mean, you, that's the least of your concern. Like, that's what you're worried about is mean tweets. Like, yeah. I, I mean, for somebody so smart and so calculated, it seems like she's not calculated enough. She never, cause I think there's something in her that likes to be nasty and devious. And I think sometimes that's really helped her. And I think she did not see it not helping her. So I just don't think she thought it out or she didn't see the tides turning. Um, and then she goes. You know, I saw a, fr- Garcelle, I saw a friendship with Brandy that was so much deeper than my relationship with Denise. And Garcelle says, bullshit. And she goes, I saw it with my own eyes, Garcelle. I saw the text. I saw the text, you know. And Garcelle's like, the way you were with Denise, Rena. how can I trust you? And uh, all this, I, I do want to compliment, Rena had good lighting during this scene. They lit her well. Her, face looked very- her hair looked like shit. <laughs> she had no, she had the Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Like, um, so, uh, Rinna says, I was really protective of her. And Garcel says, what, if that's your protection, don't ever help me. And, and then Rinna goes, you know what? I was a fucking cunt. I was, I was a fucking cunt. I was, I was a fucking cunt. I'm assuming that's what she was saying. They kept beeping it out, but that's what they were saying. Right. Okay, good.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, And then Garcelle goes, I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree. And she goes, it's going to take a minute for you to trust me. The best thing is to move on and, uh, you know, see where we're at. And Garcelle says, okay, I'm open. I'm open. So we have that scene. But I thought that was the best kind of two-person scene in this entire episode. I
1: loved it. And when she was like, I hurt because I was hurting. Yes. And when people are hurt, they hurt. Hurt people hurt. I was hurt. like, what the fuck were you hurt from? Like, that yeah. you weren't involved, that like Brandy didn't like scissor with you? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> By the way, and imagine, I just, uh, sorry, folks, I'm going to do this, but imagine Renna scissoring somebody, like, ah, if you have ha, ha, you get up in there. Amelia, <laughs> <laughs> come hold mommy's breaths. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know why Amelia got that was in there. Oh, uh, so I'm so sorry. We're we're wrapping up, folks. We're so Erica. We're in a new scene. Erica. There's shots of her mansion. We're in her overflow cl- closet, which literally says "overflow closet," which is just I I didn't know if the editors were like the producers just seemed like they're punking her or something. And Mikey, Mikey Minden, her creative director, which is Mikey, like giving her a discount now. Is Mikey still her creative director? I mean, I want to know how much Mikey is getting paid now as opposed to earlier.
1: I feel like with him, it was probably one of those things in the beginning where he didn't think it would last this long. And he was like, no, Erica, like, it doesn't matter about the money. Like you're my friend. Yeah. And that like went on another month or two and he was like, okay, I'm actually like not getting paid and this is not over. Like I got to bounce.
0: He's going to (laughs) wind up being Christine Quinn's creative director from selling sunset. I have a feeling like I have a feeling he's going to be somebody else's creative director. Uh, and then, uh, Erica Jane's personal assistant, Leia, Layla, Le- or something, was there, and Mikey's like, "Should we bring some pieces? You know, we know you're going to wear into your fancy closet, and we have all the blues. You know, okay, we know that, and uh, you know, there's only so many things you can clean up or organize in here. And Mikey's like doing his Mikey thing. He's like, "Oh, are you guys feeling a lavender moment? And you know, it's like when that's what I want to see. Like that's like it's like this is when you realize how silly money is and how it kind of makes you. It, it's like they're all being funny and laughy because they know they have money, but like we don't sit, like I don't sit there in my closet every day and going, should I have an old Navy moment, Ryan? Like, you know, (laughs) I'm not like joyous about my old Navy cardigans, you know?
1: I know. And like, it's just not doing her any favors right now. Like if we're supposed to be feeling bad for her and I have a feeling she's going to use the show to play the victim. Yeah. If, it, you're having a and not even a purple moment like a shade of purple <laughs> yes. like that's how fucking rich you are you're not even like oh my purple clothes you're like my <gasps> lavender <laughs> clothes as opposed to like my royal purple clothes yeah. like it's like
0: if i have something blue it's blue it's not like navy blue it's not like powder yeah. blue i'm like oh those blue jeans you know like i only have blue you know um <laughs> But this scene is so funny because it gets like more ridiculous. They're like a lavender moment. And they're like, how about these gold boots? Those are a fucking moment. And then I just thought they were going to like keep going about like, what about these bricks of gold that we have laying over here? You know, <laughs> like, oh, what about this million in cash that we've hidden over? here?" Like, it just seems like they kept showing things, you know? And I'm like, yeah. everything just has a price. I just kept pricing things, you know? And, and
1: it's, it's just so crazy to think about. Like how much they have stolen. And then you're looking at her closet and you're like, there it is.
0: Like, that. there it is. But guys, we've, uh, we found all $450 million that you've stolen. It's in the overflow closet. I swear and to it's God. And the lavender pieces. It's like- <laughs> It's like, but also, I mean, I know we're joking, but imagine those poor, like, victims from the plane crash, the families watching something like this. Oh,
1: my God. And And you're like, I couldn't feed my kids today, but don't worry. She has a lavender dress.
0: Yeah, this bitch has gold boots in her overflow closet made of gold. Like, that's insane. And Like,
1: little Timmy can't go to college (laughs) this year because,
0: like. I know. Little Timmy just gets mailed one gold boot from Erica. Um And, uh, and then we get an Erica thing of like, I've never taken success for granted on a dime. I know everything can change. And I'm like, okay. Like, so this obviously was in the future, um, And it's just so much opulence and her smiling and it's gross. Like, I don't know how they thought this would play, but I think they know that we'll think it's gross because to me, it just read gross because they're laughing, they're smiling, all this opulence and we just know what's to come. So it kind of adds this emotional layer to it that I think really works for the show, but it's really dark, you know?
1: Right. And I feel like it also like any kind of ounce of empathy anybody had for her is out the window. Like when they show these moments with her
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it really, you don't, it would be better if we didn't see her on this show at all, because it's like putting her face and like words and a voice to all of this pain. Like a lot of people, I mean, I, I would say a third of people are on Erica Jane's side because they haven't heard her speak yet. And then watching this, I just don't think it does her any favors. It would have done her more favors to not be on the show. And we, we, all we knew was that she felt bad. But now right. we, we see her laughing and joking and talking about all these kind of fancy things.
1: And it's just like you look at her closet and like, I get it. You're rich. like But like Sutton and Kyle, I, like, no, they're not in their closet with like 18 fucking billion racks of clothes. Like it's another level, her spending. And it's like all right in front of you. And when you hear how much they stole from people and then you look at her closet and you're just like, oh, my God, like I would be so fucking pissed if I were these people. And this is what my hard earned money went to is like some Fenty dress. That's like
0: that, that we laugh about now, you know, and and in one of the first seasons with Erica, she said it didn't she say it was like forty thousand dollars a month just to keep the Erica Jane character going, you yeah. know, it was something ridiculous. And-, and that's like years ago. So I can't imagine how much it is now.
1: Oh, I know. like and now that she's more famous, especially.
0: Yeah. And she lets us know she lost her job due to COVID when it's like, girl, you closed on Broadway two weeks early on a thing that wasn't really your job. Like they'd stunt casted you to get people in the seats. And I heard you heard she was really good, but that's not your job. That was like a nice little fun thing you got to do because you're Erica Jane.
1: And just like she said, it was ending in two weeks. Anyway, she was out of a job like
0: yeah. I, I mean, and I guess, you know, in she, anyway. you know, doing a couple songs at like nightclubs, you know, I know she's popular with like gay bars and things like that. And like, I, I had a friend that saw Erica Jane in concert and she did a 25 minute concert, like 25, and that was just Erica Jane. It wasn't opening. That was the Erica Jane show, 25 minute concert, you know? And, That's I, ridiculous. and
1: then it's like, I was just waiting for her to be like, you know, and the money's not coming in right now. And I was just waiting. Like, I'm unemployed. I was if she was if she said she was collecting unemployment, I was going to like fucking lose it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, I uh, we applied for, for PPP. Yeah. Like, I bet she got PPP loans, you know, Um, and she goes, you know, Tom said, I am not good at being still. And then he walked into a wall. No, no. She just said he's not. I'm not good at being still. And then Mikey goes, "How is the boss?" And she goes, "Busy, or as busy as he can be. He's just looking <laughs> for the day business can be back, and he can lawyer again." And that like scene kind of ends. We pull up to. Uh, Dorit pulls up to Garcelle's in a McLaren, and once again we see Darren. Like we see her house backed up on the power plant, and and Dorit's like, "I love this area." And I'm like, "You've only shown like a dirty train." track power plant i don't know what like dorit's talking about like let's not like act like we see things differently you know
1: um
0: but garcelle shows us the house we finally see it decorated and it's really cool like garcelle has a glam room she has a zoom room so she got her dream job over the pandemic she's a host of the real um and uh she you know she shows where that's done and garcelle hugs dorit and says i miss hugging um, and, uh, we, oh, this is the, one of the best, mo- Garcella had so many good moments. She passes a fish tank and she goes, Dorit, do you want to say hi to my fishes? And she's like, this plain one is, she goes, this, uh, multicolored one, I call her Dorit and this plain one, I call Kyle. <laughs> oh my
1: God. And she's like, Kyle Richards is a goldfish because she's ordinary.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I know. It's just like, I literally expect her to be like, oh, this fish is Kyle because it's an asshole, you know? <laughs> like, that could uh, have
1: actually been nicer. I
0: know. But I just love how open, and Kyle is not used to somebody outwardly disliking her this much in years. Right. You know, it's like she's just not used to it, so it really throws her off because I think she feels she's earned like kind of this queen spot, even though. Kyle is fairly nice and not really vindictive or she doesn't really come for people that well. So I just think she sometimes has gotten to this position without a lot of, she hasn't had to do a lot of manual labor. Like if you think, yeah, Rinna actually really starts shit, but Kyle just kind of like goes through things, you know? Um, So uh, we're seeing the house, they're laughing, blah, blah, blah. And we're in a new scene. Um, Kyle's, in a car with Rinna, and she says, my nose is numb. We're going to Crystal Minkoff's, and this is the first time we were meeting Crystal, and it was kind of convoluted, but this fake way for them to meet was, Kyle was like, I'm dropping off toys for the children's hospital at Crystal's house. I've never met Crystal, but she's friends with Kathy, and you know I love the children's hospital. I would do anything for them, so I'm dropping off personal toys to her during the pandemic. Like, it made no sense.
1: It didn't make any sense. I would have believed it more if she was like, you know, we're really just donating because we're making up for the lack of Garcelle's donation that she never paid again.
0: <laughs> yes. By the way, that would be uh, yes. Uh, Garcelle once again has not donated something. Uh, she promised us a bunch of uh, shoots and ladders games, and we received none of those.
1: So here's $5,000 worth of Brat <laughs> Dolls and
0: yes. um, Rina says, I have never met Crystal, but we know a lot of the same people like Rina always wants to know, you know, like I know so many people like other people know. people." And Kyle says, um, you know, Rena, I'm going to meet Garcelle again. So that'll be good. And Rina goes, I went to dinner with her. I feel like a bubble burst and now we are good. And it is funny, like in normal life, people like that say things and then go, you know, the bubble burst, we're good. But like, oh, God, I can't stand her. You know, like but Renna's doing it for the camera. She's like, We're good now. We're I everything's peachy. Um so we cut to Derit and Garcelle. And they're talking and saying, it's hard to be mad at someone who takes the blame. Garcelle's explaining to Dorit that Rinna apologized. So, you know, things are going to be kind of on the mend. Dorit says, me and Lisa didn't get off on the right foot either when we first met. And there's a flashback of the, you know, famous scene, did you go coke in my bathroom that Rinna said. And I think this was like the real, this is one of the first scenes where we saw Rinna really start to be like this tedious asshole, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, that was like the beginning of the end it was like, were people doing Coke in your bath? Do you trust your husband? Do you?
0: <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a cross stitch of, did you do Coke in my bathroom in a frame? And I can't wait to move into my own place so I can put it in my, like, I can't put it in my bathroom now because of my roommate. Like it would just be weird. Like if he's in there every morning and it says, did you do Coke in my bathroom? And a cross stitch, like there's nothing manly about it, <laughs> but like, also I just, I just think it would be really, I'm like, one day I'll be able to use this. Um, and, uh, Garce, uh, Dorit says since that, that experience, I've seen Lisa, uh, learn from her mistakes and grow. And I have no doubt Lisa, you know, um, will, uh, do the exact same thing here. And Garcelle goes, did you trust her now? And she goes, I do, but she kind of hesitates and she's like, why did you hesitate? And then they kind of laugh. And then we go to a new scene and the music on the, uh, uh the music says light pop music. So it was like, da, 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 da. and Rena pulls up to Kyle's uh, with, no, Rena and Kyle pull up to Crystal's to drop off the toys. And uh, Rena goes, I haven't been to a stranger's house in eight months, which, by the way, I was like, which stranger's house were you at eight months ago? I haven't, I know, ran- I hate- I haven't ransacked a stranger's house in eight months. I was <laughs> like, like, what is that?
1: And she like dropped like Amelia off at Scott to six and like yeah. never came yes. back.
0: Yes. Go. Yeah. That's by the way, Rena dropping uh, one of her daughters off at an older man's house is like a kid going to boarding school of like, you'll be fine, honey. Just go with this 43 year old man. You'll be fine. Just, Just He'll do feed everything. You. He
1: says <laughs> Just do
0: everything. Me and your dad are going to miss you so much. He'll feed you. I swear. Uh, <laughs> don't do, don't do Coke in both nostrils. It'll hurt. Um <laughs> Rob Minkoff, Crystal's husband, answers, he, I guess, is a producer, but he also directed The Lion King, and we see a bunch of Lion King memorabilia, and Rinna loses her shit. She's like, it's iconic, baby, The Lion King, honey. Like, she's like, look at that middle lion as if it's
1: like anything crazy. It's yes. like fucking Simba. Like yeah, it's yeah. of course it's a I, lion. It's the Lion King. I,
0: I I bet you anything rinna fucking pickpockets at these places. I was actually
1: just about to say how badly do you think she was like, Crystal, like I think I hear like one of your kids crying and like yeah runs like,
0: out. There's like she has like a tiny fendi purse and you can just see like a Simba outline like in the purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like, I guess there's a big age difference between Rob and Crystal. She's like, I met Rob when he was, tw- when I was 20, Crystal's a really beautiful, uh, woman, but I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't tell that there was a big age difference, but I guess I just wasn't looking. Do you know what the age difference is? I don't,
1: but I was really, um, just loving how Kyle was like, you know, I don't really think about age because we have Erica and Tom and they're doing so well and like their <laughs> yeah, age yeah. difference doesn't matter.
0: Well, and, but, and then they were like, oh, and when you see, when you see Eric and Tom together, you get it. And I'm like, I've seen Eric and Tom together. I don't get it. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't get it.
1: And also age doesn't matter until one of you is pretending to have dementia to get out of like
0: <laughs> legal fees <laughs> and to avoid a jail. <laughs> I mean, that's when age really does matter. Um, and then, uh, Crystal has her first housewife. Are you guys busy? Do you want to sit outside? Like that's like I love that, too, of like, oh, you dropped off the toys. Would you like to stay and have a conversation with me in a scene? <laughs> and Rena goes, yes, of course. Yes, yes. And so they're outside talking. And, um, you know, Rinna says, uh, Rinna says it's OK to name drop all over the place. And she goes, I talked to my friend Cindy Crawford, and she says it's OK to express yourself all over the place, which, by the way, she really makes Cindy Crawford seem like an idiot. Like, express yourself all over the place? Like, what is that?
1: Or a whore. Like,
0: <laughs> like, what is... I, I, I think Cindy Crawford got misquoted or something. Like, Cindy Crawford, like, I didn't say that. Ex- I've
1: expressed myself all over the place, and that's why I'm still single.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes... You've expressed yourself too much, I think. Uh, a lot of people I, have said that. I've been
1: that. overly expressive.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, they... They talk about having uh, boy babies. Of course, Kyle has no sons and Crystal has a boy. And that's very important with her culture. And she did everything to have a boy baby. She said she, uh, you know, had uh, the sex and the honey and all of this stuff, all these rituals to have a boy baby. And it worked. And she even waited. She went into labor at 715 and she wanted to wait until 8 a.m. because it was like lucky. And so she just like held the baby in, which is just. I know.
1: what is... And then gave birth at exactly 8 a.m.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, that, that
1: makes me think like they just like dropped a bowling ball on her stomach and it just like,
0: goofed, <laughs>
1: like <laughs> out.
0: But by the way, that's the kind of housewife I want. Like, you're telling me you held a baby in for 45 minutes when it was ready to come out? Like, yeah, I think you're gonna be great, you know?
1: Oh, I know. Like you if you could do that, then like she's this is gonna be a breeze for her. I kind of have a feeling thing.
0: halfway through the season we're not gonna know it and all of a sudden a baby's just gonna fly out of crystal. And she'll be like, I was I pregnant know. the whole I'm time. I story. was waiting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's eight eight eight. Um so new scene, Erica's getting made up, Mikey's there, and she's like, We're doing expensive hooker Barbie realness. And I just like, These things aren't funny anymore. It's like funny when you're not going to jail, you know? I
1: know. And it's funny when other people's money is not expensing your Barbie hooker look. <laughs> and
0: then and then he goes, this is from Erica Girardi's private collection, Sparkle City. And he put brings out this like expensive necklace and earrings. And I just used once again, it's like, oh, so people are like, we need to find out where she keeps the private collection. Like you've just alerted us to a private collection. Right.
1: And imagine like having your money be stolen and finding out it was to fund something called Sparkle City. Sparkle
0: City. You're telling me there's a place called Sparkle City? Yeah, You know
1: what? Your money is gone. But just so you know, when you get it back, you will be co-owner of something called Sparkle City.
0: <laughs> Mike Mikey also calls his asshole Sparkle City. He's like, come see Sparkle City. Okay, it's late. I'm sorry. Uh, and Erica goes, sometimes you have to put things on for yourself and just be in your own fantasy for a second, which I'm like, just keep digging yourself a hole.
1: It just shows how, like, out of touch he really is.
0: Um kyle's getting glammed up dorit's getting glammed up and she's like it's so great to be creating a look again and jagger's like mommy i don't think you look that good and uh he's like it looks like you're in a robe your outfit and i i really i think jack i think both of her kids are just awesome and she goes maybe daddy will think i look good and he's like no he won't and uh no he didn't say that but um And then Erica, they're all pulling up to Dorit's for the quote-unquote – We forgot to say Phoenix
1: was like, I can see your boobies, mommy. Oh, yeah. I can see your rock-hard
0: boobies, mommy. (laughs) Uh, um, So um, Erica gets out of a car at Dorit's and she goes, thank you for getting me here safely. And I'm like, fuck off. Like now you're being nice to everybody?
1: My god. As if she didn't give them like a two-star rating.
0: I yes. uh, see. I would have respected it so much if she pulled up in an Uber pool, you know, and it's like three other people are in. Oh, that's, uh James and Leroy. We just drove over here from the valley. Um, so uh, Rina, Erica looks like a big pink tampon. Like I, she just looks all like this. And Rina gets out and she's like in a, a like the Riddler outfit from Batman. She's in like I a bright that green. Was, that looked
1: like Jen Shaw's salt lake city outfit when she fell off
0: oh my god the bar at,
1: doesn't it yes i was like thinking like is that the same exact outfit as jen Shaw in vegas shopping and falling off your table
0: you're a thousand percent right i'm just i you know just they have two different body types so but you're exactly right you're totally right so rena walks in and she goes hello hello <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was so much that I think I got vertigo for a second. Cause I was looking at the bright green and then she's like, hello. And I just like, oh, I thought I was like going to pass out. And, um, and Rinna goes to, uh, Erica, she goes, you brought the jewels out, which is like another thing about her private collection jewels. And Sutton walks in like, hello, can you hear me? And Christian and Kathy Hilton are driving over together and, Kathy, they're just talking about like they're excited to eat. You can tell they're like newbies together. They're just like, are, do you like food? I like food. Do, are you excited? I'm excited to eat as well. It's just kind of stunted, you know?
1: Right. And it's, and they're supposed to be like old friends, but you could tell this is probably like the third time they've ever met.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, it's like old friends, like in uh, New York where Ebony said she's friends with Leah, but they just met three weeks ago, supposedly she's right. like, um, so then Crystal goes, I eat an avocado with a fried egg and a whole jalapeno for breakfast every morning. It's delicious. And Kathy goes, I'm sure it is. And then I was like, okay, next scene. And, uh, Dorit goes, cheers to a really great, uh, to this really great night after a shitty year, crystal and Kathy walk in. They're all saying hi. Um, Jagger comes downstairs. Um, uh, Crystal, uh, says she feels underdressed Crystal orders Blanco tequila. Wasn't that Denise's drink? I think so. I felt like that was like a They're tip all- of... I think that was like a tip of the hat of like, I will avenge Denise, you know?
1: And everyone just is like, fuck.
0: <laughs> you it's see back. Aaron falls from a tree in Dorit's yard like, ugh. Um, <laughs> uh, this group dresses really loudly, Crystal says. Um, "Rena was like, yeah, my husband was like, wow, when I stepped out. Um and Crystal goes. I dress conservatively, conservatively because my older friends dress way too young, and sometimes I cringe, which I thought was really funny.
1: That was like a direct jab at Lisa Rinna. Oh, hundred percent. Hell
0: yes. Um, you know, it's like as a as a dude. Like I got to tell you this honestly. It's like I am. If I saw Lisa Rinna naked, it would do zero for me. Zero. I know. Like, there's I not. Imagine that. I. Like I want to objectify Rina and I can't, you know?
1: Right. Like there's nothing like sexual about her. It's it's already like pounds
0: of just like <laughs> soaking wet. Yeah, it's like of- C- Carol Channing. It's just like old you can already see her as an older late you you know where this is going, you know? She will always be the loud talk show guest that owns it, you know?
1: I know. And like, they're real. like, I cannot picture her having sex, even if I try and imagine it in my mind, like her full on, like on top of Harry. Oh Hamlin. my God.
0: I spent a whole month of the pandemic trying to imagine it. And I just, I had to give up after a month. No, no. But I read, have you ever, I read renovation, her book, and she has a whole uh, chapter on how to give a blow job. And it, I, I mean, just I'm, I'll give it to you, but just don't eat before you read it. Like it is so, it is so, I did a dramatic reading on the podcast one time of it. And she like, and then she's like, you know, we'd like to keep it sexy. You know, here's a tip for all you couples out there that want to keep it hot. And it was like every month we go rent a room at the Beverly Hilton. And I'm like, how about something that doesn't cost a thousand dollars for all us couples out here? You know, she's like, like Harry's simple. He likes to camp, go in a tent, like yeah. It's like Harry's what's erotic to Harry is camping by himself. Like that's what is erotic. Like she's like, we get a hotel at the Beverly Hilton. I stay there. Harry stays at home. He loves it. It's very hot. You know? Um, and she's like,
1: and just like pleasure myself to the thought of like Denise and Brandy. I pleasure
0: myself to Scott Disick with my daughter. Do- no, okay. So Garcelle walks in, <laughs> Garcelle walks into this party and Kathy goes, I thought you were Kyle. Well, <laughs> It was just so bizarre. And uh, definitely related to Kim. Let's just say that. (laughs) And then Dorit goes, your eyes are real bad, Kathy. And she goes, yeah, my eyes are real bad. And I was like, that's really ballsy for Dorit. Like, also, you know, Kathy could buy and sell a lot of these ladies, I think, you know?
1: Oh, my God. Absolutely. And I feel like they all are going to want to impress her. So it was really ballsy for Dorit to flat out be like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then PK, the panty dropper, comes down and he's like, oh, all right. he's, you know, I'm going out with Mo. Uh, him and Mauricio are hitting the town and they are. They're all like dressed to like, I want to know where they were going. I would have killed to have a spinoff of that night. Like, wouldn't you have loved to have yeah, a second like, hour spinoff of just what, where oh they my were God. going? Like,
1: where is, where are they going? That Maurice needs like a dog tag necklace a fedora and like a shirt that's six buttons like down it's like,
0: I just felt like it like I'm like, did I just see Mauricio take off his ring at that table right there? Like you you know <laughs> like you would just see them leaving and, and PK's like, oh you ready? You let's do it at the same time. Three, two, one and they both take off their wedding rings, you know?
1: I can absolutely see that. And then they go to like some like UCLA bar and like harass the (laughs) co-eds.
0: You know, Mauricio has to take a shower at the end of the night because he smells like women and PK has to take a shower at the end of the night because he smells like chicken wings, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And Crystal says, you know, it's common to know people in Beverly Hills, but if you don't know them, it, they might not be worth knowing. And the producer goes, do you know Dorit? And Crystal goes, no. So that was a kind of a jab at Dorit. Um, we get a good view of, good to know. we get a good view of Kyle's new nose and she does. It looks great. Like I, I, there's, I mean, the work looks great. She looks great. Says it takes 10 years off her age. Um, and Dorit starts giving Kyle shit. Like, did you do glam? Is that why you're late? Because remember Kyle gave Dorit uh shit for doing glam. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this all is happening uh, All the girls are alone now. And Gar- Garcel says, thank you, Dorit, for inviting us to your beautiful home. Cheers. And they go to eat. And there's like hash browns with caviar on them. And Kathy's like, this is not a barbecue. And um, I love Kathy Hilton's voice. It's kind of like throaty, like chesty oh a little God. bit.
1: It was so not what I thought it was going to be. It's very low.
0: It's like Martha Stewart a little bit.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So she's a a strange one.
0: And and then Erica Jane, salt of the earth. Erica Jane says, none of these women know how to do a barbecue, you know? And I'm like, God, shut up. Like I, you you know, you're rich or you're not like, which one is it? Like, stop acting like you're like all of us, but then you show us all these riches. Like, don't, don't play both sides of the fence, you know?
1: Like yesterday when they were, they were playing like the episode where they were in Germany and she, they were getting beer, and she was like, I always drink beer. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and a good cold beer is – and I look good drinking it. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. A
0: good cold beer? Like,
1: d- As if you wouldn't, like, vomit if I handed you a Bud
0: Light. Like it- – yeah, it's like, here's a natty light. Chug it. Like what you, I would love to ice Erica, like do an ice, you know, a Smirnoff ice. Oh,
1: that was so great.
0: Or would it be great if you did one of those, like, you know, that game where you do the circle and like two for Flint, you know, like you get to hit somebody cause you, they see the circle, you know, you make a circle with your hand, you know that. And then you're like, oh, yeah. you never do. You guys know what I'm talking about, but like you make this like circle. And then if you see it, like the person that like sees it, you get to hit them twice you know? never. Okay, obviously <laughs> what if I'm just, what if I made up this entire game that does not exist? You guys know, the one where I just beat people, you know? Um, so uh, Rina says, you know, I want to invite all of you guys to Lake Tahoe. I got a house. Let's get away from the kids. And Erica goes, honey, I'm in. And Kathy says, do I bring my scissors and dental supplies? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That was the weirdest thing
1: and And, then she got into that like weird story about how they were like I basically had the basement from saw
0: at their house and she was I would gather all the children in my neighborhood and I would do dental work on them and I would make Kyle and Kim be my assistants I'm like what the fuck is going on like like and this is out of nowhere. This is out of this is a variant of the episode,
1: as if, like anyone there but Kyle was going to understand the dental like reference.
0: Like, it would have been funny if Kyle just like froze and you just see her like wetter self because obviously it was like an insane <laughs> memory. she's so like, uh, Kyle, what's wrong? Like I was thinking about my dental days. It was just the weirdest
1: thing. like that's what you think of when you're going somewhere. Like, let me bring Shut my up. dental kit from when I used to do illegal surgeries on the <laughs> yeah. children. I mean, of the it's like, town.
0: Kathy, why don't you hang back on this trip? We'll get you on the next one. How about that? I really
1: picture them in the basement from saw at the end. Like when they're <laughs> yeah. like, in like a chair with Kathy. There.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to now, I kind of want to see Paris Hilton's teeth now. Like what if like, we don't really see Paris, but it's all fucked up dental work. And we know it's Kathy. <laughs> like that's hot
1: just so much sense about like why Kim is the way she
0: is (laughs) I just like what a bizarre story but I loved it it was just so it was like I was just so out of left field but uh Garcelle and Sutton are talking and they're like oh you and Rinna are good and Garcelle's like no we're not good I mean she thinks we are you know but there's still a splinter left and Rinna is talking to somebody and she's like better not bitter we're better not bitter and uh that's it and then um kathy does um kathy doesn't know how to say dorit that's a little she goes dorit dorit Dorit?" and dorit and rinna says um she's drunk she's oh Rina says she's drunk leaning on dorit and she's cackling oh rinna's drunk leaning on dorit and she's cackling um, and rene goes, let's talk about something. Ha! <laughs> and what has been your best moment uh, and your hardest moment during the pandemic? And Sutton says, the first eight weeks I stayed in bed, which is wild. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, I was like, damn, that's dark. And Kyle says, well, the unknown was the anxiety that I I, I have anxiety, but my kids were there. And Crystal says, yeah, we never would have known. We we always say we never would have had this time with our kids. And Garcelle says, when I didn't have my kids, I was so lonely. And Erica Jane goes, it was very dark. I'm busy all the time. And when I came home, it was silent. And I didn't have anything to do. I was just walking the halls of the house, feeling this incredible dread. Who am I if I'm not working? I called a psychiatrist and I went on Lexapro. My problems are still there, but my attitude is different. Which, by the way, I I would have thought this would have been amazing if it was a like a Lexapro spot within the Housewives. All oh, of a sudden then, she holds up a and bottle. she just
1: turns to the camera and she's like,
0: Lexapro. consult your doctor. <laughs> <please." laughs> consult your doctor. She's like, please don't take if you're suicidal or if you've stolen money from uh, uh, disadvantaged people in plane crashes. <laughs> Um, and who is the one that's like,
1: what's Lexapro? <laughs> it's
0: like Garcelle. <laughs> it's like Lexapro is like a really basic antidepressant. I'm on Lexapro. It's really basic. And like, but I, I mean, like, great, uh, Erica, whatever, you know, get you through it. And uh, Rina goes, well, like Garcelle, you know, we survive by the next job we get as actors. And, uh, you know, I run, you know, if I run for my feelings, who am I? And... It, you know, it's just bullshit. And she's like, and then Erica Jane goes in a a talking head. She was like, there is so much. These women don't know about my personal life. It is so much bigger. And I always say the bigger your life is, the bigger your problems are, which is like, also just fuck off. Like, honestly, that's just not true.
1: I think these women honestly just go on Reddit and type in like, 100 inspirational quotes for your everyday life and just speak in them.
0: <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's how we got live, laugh, love. I mean like that live, laugh, love was the originator of these kind of like, you know, we will see at some point caught like, well, like home plus or cost plus, or one of those pluses will have a, you know, the bigger your life is, the bigger your problems are throw pillow or something, you know? <laughs> um, and, uh, that was, uh, that was the episode, you guys. That was the, the whole episode. Uh, blocked by Jax has stayed up so late. Well, then at late. the end, oh, wait. Wait, do
1: you remember at the end, they, like, panned through Erica's house, and oh, then, like, it ends
0: with Tom and the, the dog? magazine cover of, like, Tom. Tom. Yeah. And I was like, it's starting. Oh, my God. that You're right. It was, like, this insane foreshadowing thing. It was kind of filmic. I totally spaced it. It was, like, haunted
1: mansion, though. It was, like, this empty, scary house, and, like, they're showing like a full-size portrait of Erica and then they show like his Forbes
0: cover. And it's like... And what if we heard a voice of like, let me out, let me out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And next week, you guys, we get into it. There's like a fight about the charity You know, and Garcelle was like, would you have, would you have said I didn't pay if I was a white woman? And then we get on a private jet to Lake Tahoe. Crystal gets into it with uh, Sutton potentially. Um, And we see you are a shitty friend to Denise and you're a shitty friend to me. Somebody says that to Renna, So that's in next week's episode. So I thought this was a great start. I loved it so much more than the New York uh, premiere, but I just think they're different franchises, you know?
1: I know. And you know, it's really hard for me to say that too that I enjoyed this one more than New York because I feel like I always love New York the most.
0: Yeah, New York is so my it's lady. Difficult-
1: terms with this.
0: New York is my lady. Beverly Hills is my mistress. Um, (laughs) Blocked by Jax, the podcast you guys need to subscribe and rate five stars immediately is called Bravo Over Boys. Now, it will be a weekly podcast. She already has a bunch of episodes out there. She also has an Etsy store, which by the way, why did your Etsy store get shut down? I know it's back up, but why did it get shut down?
1: I have no idea. And then people were telling me, like, Etsy never brings back stores they suspend it's so hard etsy literally sent me an email basically being like my bad you're back up <laughs> like
0: mr mr etsy no was idea. mr etsy was like i'm so sorry um but you can buy a bunch of bravo merchandise on there uh at her etsy store how do we is it just blocked by jacks on etsy or what it's is just it just
1: called blocked by jacks
0: ah clever because that's oh do you that's also your instagram name
1: it is also the insta <laughs> and the link is in my bio.
0: Yeah. So you guys, I'm going to put all that information on the description, but really go check out her podcast. I think I'm going to be on sooner rather than later. I think maybe even next week. So, uh, go check out that episode, but she just had the reality bitch on and she is a great podcaster. So go support her. Is there anything else that we can support you? I know we can't support you at your real job, but is there anything else that we can support you with?
1: You know what? Uh,
0: <laughs> I think
1: I'm good. I got my therapist. I've got
0: all that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we pray for you with the guys? Maybe like a prayer in terms of like guys ghosting you or something?
1: Yeah, just send me like a good vibe I, or, um, you know, or a knife to use on myself for going
0: on um thank you for doing this i do know it's really late for you and i know you have an early morning so i really appreciate it we love you and we will talk to you next time of
1: course i had so much fun thank you for having me bye
0: betches